Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Merry Christmas, Miranda. Merry Christmas, Julie. Oh, humbug. Oh, Scrooge McDuck over no, she, there. She wants her own, her own Grinch story. That's what she's going for. <laughs> so she's got to go around to all of our houses, pull down all our decorations, steal all of our gifts, and then at the last minute save Christmas for everyone because it's about friends, not gifts and decorations. That's right. So I'll keep the gifts and decorations. <laughs> well, thank you, Julie, for that lesson that you've taught us today. Uh, For everybody else listening, though, this is Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. So we're going to talk about a Christmas musical to be in theme with Christmas times. I'm so excited. I can't tell you how excited I am. With Christmas times. times. I love Christmas. Um, My name is Miranda Selwood and I'll be taking you through the episode today with my co-host at the table... Julie Eisentrager. And Zane C. Weber. And Christmas. Christmas is Christmas here. is our guest host today. No <laughs> guest, just us. And Christmas. I can't <laughs> stop saying it. Okay, we are going to talk about Elf the Musical. But before we do, before we do, I believe you guys have Broadway news. Yeah, that's a Broadway news. I got the itty bitty bit of Broadway news. Let's do Julie's itty bitty bit of Broadway news first. Okay, so um, the Hayes Theatre Company have cast In the Heights. In it's, Sydney. In Sydney. It's been done. So uh, the Blue Saint Productions has announced a full cast. Um, we is Ryan Gonzalez, fresh from Kinky Boots, playing the, our lead role. So that's... Um, I can't even think of his name right now. Lynn Manuel Miranda's role. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got other names in there that you might recognise, unfortunately, for so you think you can dance reasons. <laughs> you've got um, uh, the role of Benny being played by Tim Tim O'Matic. Tim O'Matic. <laughs> Omaji. Um, and then heaps of other big names. So pretty much everyone in the cast has come straight out of something else, whether it be um, Aladdin or Kinky Boots or The Bodyguard or The King and I. They've all f- fresh come off something else. So it's a good cast. And having a look through the names there, I think they've they've cast it well. <laughs> it's not... 
There's been a awkwardly controversy. Controversy. Christmas versy. Christmas versy. Uh, recently, about some castings of that show, not just here but also in the states, mm-hmm. uh, it started a big conversation about racial equality and appropriateness in casting. Yes. So I'm not surprised to see that they've made a particular effort with that production yes. to make sure they got the casting right and that they met all of those. Yeah. Yeah, roles. And they have. I think they've really stuck to um, stuck to that um, Cuban, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rican. They've all – it's all in there. Good. Cool. Yeah. Well my, done, Sydney. My Broadway news is not to do with Sydney. It's to do with Broadway with uh, Todrick Hall uh, returning to Chicago for a limited run as uh, Billy Flynn. As oh. Billy Flynn. As Billy Flynn. Oh, so cool. he's not going to do the Disney villain Cell Block Tango? Not in, in Chicago? Not in Chicago. <laughs> I don't think they'll do that in the actual Isn't that show. one of his... Yeah, I would, I would much rather pay to see yeah. that, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah, so he's just re- recently released an album this year that's kind of gone really well for him. But he's also had a recent run as Lola in Kinky Boots. Oh, yeah? And, pardon? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> um, and so he and he's also been on Broadway in uh, The Color Purple and Memphis. So sorry, did you say he was returning to Chicago? Has he done the role before? No, returns to Broadway. Oh, returns in to Broadway. Chicago. Sorry, sorry, my bad. I I also I thought it was a return to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that, that's really it's really good news. I really like Todrick Hall. He's I, great. Yeah, good value. Yay. Um, I don't have any Broadway news, but Aww. I did enjoy a video that you shared with us, Julie. Yes. Of uh, the Hello Dolly cast singing Happy Birthday to Bette Midler. Yes. <laughs> it made my heart sing. Did she say she was 72? Wow. Se- 71. 71, I think. 70, 71. Or even 70 anything. Okay, my mother is 71. Yep. And Bette can Midler. I say they've aged differently? And that's no, <laughs> no offense at all to my mother, but uh, gee, Bet, well done. Bet is and fabulous hat is also. kicking it good for her age. Yeah. She only recently gave up her um, her mermaid bit in like her in her, her stage shows. Yeah. yeah. So that the mermaid bit was her initially in a wheelchair where she wheels around and dances, but then she hops up in a tail that's bound her legs together yeah. as a mermaid and dances like a freaking maniac. Yeah. Only recently has she stopped doing that. Do you think maybe that's what's kept her young? I think potentially I think it's the cardio. That's what we her need shows to do. Are very athletic. I look uh, good. Yeah, like because yeah. I believe there was there was uh, filming of it on Netflix a couple of years ago, yes. and I watched it, and it was like it was just a filming of her Vegas show. But gosh darn, for someone over sixty when yeah. it was filmed, it, yeah. it wasn't quite as old as it was. Like it yeah. was amazing what she was doing. I would like to look like Bette Midler now. now. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Maybe it's the whole Hawaiian thing she's got going on. Maybe you Jewish Hawaiian. Just, maybe you all just uh Dresses mermaids a little bit more often. Yeah, and Maybe bounce around. Done I think deal. If we're forced to jump everywhere. Cool. Shall we? Uh, let's, uh, <laughs> we'll call it mermaid aside. Call it the mermaid diet. Mermaid yeah. aside. <laughs> we'll see if it works out. Uh, but for now, let's move on from Broadway news and start talking about Christmas. Christmas? A Christmas town? Yes.
So let's talk about Elf the Musical. Zane is going to tell us all about how it came to be. Once upon a Christmas night, there was no. It, it wasn't at Christmas. It was probably somewhere much earlier in the year. Okay. When the movie was approved and then put into production for release in November, um, the Will Ferrell version, of course, and then from that came the musical. Uh, so it played on Broadway, specifically on the Christmas season. So 2010 to 2011 and then 2012 to 2013, it played on Broadway. It didn't, like, have a Broadway run. It just kind of came back specifically for the holiday season over those those years. But it toured in toured the US in 2014 and toured in 2012 as well. So how long between the movie and the stage show? Seven years. So the movie was released Seven. in 2003 and then the stage show was uh, staged on Broadway and for the first time on 2010. That's pretty quick. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, I'm, it, it's, I'm surprised this sort of thing doesn't happen more often. But uh, I don't know how well it did on Broadway. I couldn't find... You mean the conversion quicker? Or, yeah, the conversion. Or the seasonal The seasonal, the seasonal shows. Mm. Um, because especially in a tourist-heavy market in New York, I think that there yeah, is, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of Christmas tourism that happens. That's true. Yeah. All right, so there's not many big differences between... The movie and the musical. Just enough um, to be annoying. Just just enough for fans of the show to be annoyed <laughs> at the difference. Like at the end, instead of having a baby girl, he has a baby son. But the, the cuteness of that was the baby girl was named after his deceased mother. Yeah. yeah. I was like, aw. Now uh, it's just like... <laughs> oh, dear. In the musical, his dad is not as... Mean and greedy, as in the movie, he's just more kind of like bumbling and overworked and and Stressed. really thoughtless yeah. rather than uh, like actually mean spirited. Uh, and then also in the musical, he they there's more of a thing about um, his mother, stepmother, and father not believing in Santa. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Whereas in the movie, it was just his uh, just his brother, his half brother. And yeah. then the other difference, have you got it listed? Oh, there are there are a few. I would, those the are other big one, I think, on. quite a big one, is that it's no longer narrated by his adopted father, Elf. It's narrated by Santa. Santa. Papa Elf is so Papa in Elf it at isn't all. in it at all. It's just Santa Claus. Which I think is fine. I think that's. <laughs> yeah, it is. Makes a difference. <laughs> I mean, and it's Macy's instead of Gimbal's and he uses an iPad instead of having a big list. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's mostly is not, not a lot of backstory or history to, to Elf. It's just kind of it was a movie. I just musical, thought, hey. Just Christmas this, time. Christmas this could work. could work. Yeah. yeah. And so, there's no awards for Elf either? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it wasn't. The the critical reception, like it has the tiniest critical reception entry um, <laughs> in any musical Wikipedia page that I've read so far. It just says that it is, it was one review. It was tight, polished, and expensive looking, uh, expensive with looking. enough jokes for adults and special effects for kids. Like that was the videos of it do look very colourful and fun. And is there a scene with ice skating? 
on yes. the stage? Yeah. Yes. Is there actually is ice on the stage and they're skating? Doubt it. It looks like it's real. I'm going to believe it's real because Christmas Swan magic is, is real. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually looking at the photo right now where they're meant to be skating. <laughs> it's real. Yep, yeah, sure. Fine, Miranda, it's real. <laughs> so we'll talk more about this later. Uh, but so it was, of course, revived on Broadway for the 2012 Christmas season. Of course. It was wet, Mountain and West End 2015 Christmas season. And then in 2014, um, NBC did a, an animation of the musical that was released. And it's got some big names in it as well. So that we'll... that's what mm. the animation is. Yes. 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 See, I haven't watched it, but I believed that it was a new story of Buddy the Elf. But so it's, it's the musical, which yeah. is based on the movie. So, so they made a movie out of the musical that they made a movie. Yeah. Um, just Animation. Confused. Yeah. Called Elf Bunny's Musical Christmas. Yes. Big names in that, but we will get to that. Yeah. In, in cast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that it then? That's it. Yeah. Who's the musical by? You mean the composers? Yeah. Uh, so, score by Matthew Sklar and Chad Bogielan. So, I'd like to hear both those names again. <laughs> Matthew yeah, Sklar. And Chad. Chad Bogielan. 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 Choreographed by. B-E-G-U-E-L-I-N. Bogielan. That's how I would pronounce that. <laughs> okay, good. It but it's not who the book's by. Book no, by. Bob Martin and Thomas Meehan. Mm-hmm. Oh, boring. So easy to pronounce. <laughs> Choreographed by Connor Gallagher. Also easy to pronounce. And directed by Sam Scalamoni. 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 Makes me want pasta. That is racist (laughs) against Italians. No, it was just fun to say. She did it in an Irish accent. (laughs) Calm down. Okay, before we offend anybody else, I think that we should go through the plot and the characters of Elf. Story of Buddy the Elf. It's the story of Buddy the Elf. Thanks, Julie. So welcome. It was a musical introduction mm. to the plot and character section of today's podcast. So, Elf, if you've seen the movie, you know the story. All right, let's move on. Who's next? That is, that is correct. <laughs> that is pretty untrue. much correct. There's a few differences. There's a few <laughs> things happen slightly differently. Um, but the general gist is that uh, Elf is the hilarious tale of Buddy, a young orphan child who mistakenly crawls into Santa's bag of gifts and is transported to the North Pole. None of that happens in the show. That happens before the show. But then Santa and his elves decide to raise the child as, a, um, as an elf Years later, Buddy finds out he's actually a human and at Santa's prompting, heads to New York City in search of his father, Walter. Um, Ensue hilarity and fun songs, dance Mm -hmm. numbers, Mm -hmm. tapping, ice skating, singing, singing and more singing and more fun and colours and hilarity and singing songs. You know what there isn't in the show that I think is a real misstep? What? That is in the movie, a snowball fight. I think that would be hilarious to see on stage. 
possibly a little <laughs> difficult to deal with. But um, yes, the snowball fight where our Buddy saves Michael from the bullies is omitted, as is the mailroom scene in the yeah. Empire State Building. But um, a lot of the the plot points are pretty much the same. So um, we open the show with Santa telling the story of Buddy the Elf. Uh, Santa acts as the narrator and basically takes on both the role of Santa and Papa Elf in the movie. They rolled them together into one happy little red-suited jolly jolly (laughs) character. Yes, indeed. Um, And as you mentioned before, the character of Walter is slightly different in that um, he is still on the naughty list, but he's on the naughty list because he doesn't believe in Santa rather than Mm. being on the naughty list because he's a greedy, horrible, mean person. Um, so it makes him a little bit more likable and it makes the transition um, during the show of his character a little bit more believable yeah. and probably easier to do more quickly without it being strained. So I understand why they've made those choices. There's some other choices that I don't understand why they changed it, like the Gimbals to Macy's. Yeah. Well, why? obviously I think Macy's sponsored them. So. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> that it, could be it. In the set, it is plastered with Macy's yeah. all over the joint. <laughs> Macy's, Macy's, Macy's. And it was done at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade as well. Yeah. A little promo. So I would yeah. Say yeah, that might be it. It was sponsored by Macy's. Okay. Well, there you go. That's that explained. So the characters we're dealing with. It's actually not a huge cast of principals, but there appears to be quite a lot of ensemble elves that just keep turning up in various forms. Um, I've always said we need more elves in musical theatre. We definitely (laughs) do. It looks so fun. Right. Honestly, look up any of the clips from this show and I, you know, I challenge you to not smile. smile. (laughs) At least once. (laughs) At least once. Um, Buddy... Or uh, William Hobbs is his real name, but that is the elf of elf. Uh, the girl that he meets at Macy's is Jovi. That's the love interest. She works at Macy's. They discover Christmas. It's amazing. Um, Walter Hobbs, Buddy's overworked uh, father. His stepmother, Emily, and half-brother, step-brother, whichever you'd like to call him, Michael. And, uh, of course, Santa Claus. There's a couple of other features. Deb, who is Walter's secretary, and Mr. What's-His-Face, who is his boss. Mr. What's-His-Face. Mr. What's-His-Face. Surely old What's-His-Face. Mr. Green. Something green. Greenway. 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 I'm totally on it. (laughs) Uh, So, like I said, it's pretty much the plot of the film. He arrives in, um, he being Buddy, arrives in New York City, goes straight, pretty much straight to his new father, old father, Walter's work, um, introduces himself, gets thrown out, basically. Um, because nobody wants to say it because he's really weird. Uh, he's just happy, you guys. He loves Christmas. <laughs> he loves it so much. Uh, so he goes from there to Macy's 
where he meets Jovi um, and tries to basically infect everybody in New York City with the Christmas spirit. So good luck with that, Buddy. Uh, when everybody leaves for the night, <laughs> um, Buddy asks Jovi, his favourite co-worker, because he's been mistaken for an employee um, because he's so Christmas looking. And, yeah, dressed like <laughs> Dressed like an <laughs> elf. <laughs> um, asks her out on a date and she accepts so that's exciting. The next morning when Santa arrives at the department store, Buddy uh, realises that he is a fake, gets very upset and they fight. Um, the I really police... hope the lines are the same for that discovery. <laughs> you smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. You sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> they would have been crazy not to keep that gold. And also, Santa, I know him. <laughs> So after the kerfuffle of fighting with fake Santa, uh, the police are called and uh, rather than taking him to jail and having all of that business, um, he basically just gets taken straight to his dad's apartment. Uh, he meets there the rest of his stepfamily, um, Emily and Michael, uh, and he helps them with a science project. It's very nice. They write some letters to Santa. Hugs happen. Everything's great. Um, Walter comes back. They talk about whether he's actually his son. The whole DNA <laughs> test business yep, happens. The DNA, so funny. Business. the DNA test business is great. Um, and they confirm that, that Buddy is, in fact, Walter's son. But uh, Walter's not so happy about that. Well, it's a lot to take in. It is. Especially when your son is Will Farrell in the movies. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> the, the, the buddy in the musical was a lot more approachable, I think. Like, Will Farrell is very full on all the time. Whereas, yeah. Mm, you know. The buddy in the animation is pretty full on, too. Ugh. Yeah. I, I think I, that's. <laughs> that's I think that's an expectation of the audience, really. Yeah. But as a lot of that, the um, over-enthusiasm of the character that comes across in Crazy Eyes from Will Ferrell yeah. um, is <laughs> is somewhat counterbalanced or replaced with the addition of music. So there's a lot more yeah. bursting into song. I think the level of energy in musical theatre is already is already high. <laughs> yeah, you can't juxtapose like <laughs> super high energy too much with it. Can't put Will Ferrell <laughs> on top of that. It's too much. Uh, so Buddy puts on a business suit and uh, goes to work with his papa, with Walter, um, and basically causes a lot of problems. It's one of my favourite songs though. Is it? Just like him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, later that night, uh, Buddy and Jovi go on their date, just throwing the love story there. I feel like in the movie, the love story is really just kind of like tacked on, but in a really nice sharing Christmas joy kind of way. Yeah. And I, I hope pretty- it comes across that way in this, but it feels even more tacked on. And I think they're synopsis. very careful about it in the movie because even though Buddy is a fully grown adult, he acts like, he's a, child. He's acts a, child. like a child. So I think that's why they were just like, eh, there's a love story, which they carefully address in one of the songs in this show, okay, which good. is hilarious. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, cool. Sorry, I'm just catching up, making sure I'm not missing anything to have a date. Uh 
Buddy promises to give Jovi a real Christmas and a beautiful Christmas Eve dinner. Um, they totes make out, guys. Yeah. It says here they kiss, but I'm reinterpreting. Yeah. She's Miranda's picturing tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Which is disgusting. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Walter's been given a manuscript for a new children's story that he could save his job because he's in trouble with his boss. Um, but he bursts in to tell Walter that he's in love and uh, decides to make snow because snow is happy by putting the manuscript through the shredder, um, which makes everybody a little bit cranky. And then that's the end of the act. Oh, no. Mm. Act two starts... Because everyone knows that there's only ever one copy of a manuscript. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, <laughs> nobody had the computer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can't just print another one? No, we can't. It's destroyed. So Santa starts the second act um, picking up the this story again and we go back to um, Buddy who has left a letter and said uh, basically um, he's running away. Uh, He wanders the streets of New York. There's a a bit of a song moment with a whole bunch of fake Santas and elves. (laughs) It's Christmas Eve now also, by the way, Um, and he has stood up Jovi for the amazing Christmas Eve dinner. It's all really bad. He realises and tries to get there, but he's late and she's angry. And And she sings a song about it. Yes. So then she leaves. (laughs) Um, <laughs> when Emily and Michael, the step family, find the note, they're all like, oh, wow, we need to go find him. Uh, Santa's sleigh makes a m- magical, well-timed appearance <laughs> and they go, oh, my God, Santa is real. Suddenly they're filled with Christmas spirit. They believe in Santa. Everything's great. They go off to tell Walter um, and... Oh, sorry, I lost it again. I've lost it. I've lost it. <laughs> uh, just in time to catch Walter talking to his boss. So this is where we get the uh, story of Buddy the Elf. Would you like to sing the bit again? It's the story of Buddy the Elf. It's, it's the nice. story of Buddy <laughs> so the So they pitch... Uh, in place of the manuscript that got ruined, they uh, pitched the story of Buddy the Elf. So Buddy has essentially saved the day. Christmas is freaking awesome. His boss, though, wants to uh, change the story a bit. So Walter quits and decides that he's going to spend more time with his family and uh, everything is looking like it's seriously on track. Then the Santa breaks, the Santa sleigh breaks down and we need to do the whole raising the spirit of Christmas thing, which is pretty much what happens at the end of the movie. Absolutely. Um, there's news cameras, there's singing, there's just Christmas spirit coming out the wazoo and Christmas is saved. The end. Yay! Hooray! So there you go. Watch the movie. You know it. Cool. Or the animation. Watch the animation. It's closer to the musical. Okay. All right. We'll do that. Um, is it on Netflix? Did you say it it's is on, on Netflix? Netflix. It oh, is. I could totally watch that. You could. You could. Well, it's on It's on Netflix Australia. It's probably on Netflix everywhere else as well. I'd say if we've got it, everyone else has got it. <laughs> I don't think we're the only ones. Well, apparently we get a lot more movies than anyone else where everywhere else gets a lot more TV than we do. I kind of wish we had more TV. Anyway, let's go back to talking more about the music in Elf the Musical, which is, of course, what sets it apart from the film. Okay.
So let's talk music, songs, and happy Christmas. It is a happy Christmas. So much of this music is set to sleigh bells, guys. Sleigh bells. There is the, the best percussion instrument. Yeah. Hefty sleigh bells. Sleigh bells heavy. Second only to cowbells. <laughs> okay. If, if you say so. I, I do say so. Sure. I agree. Um, so let's have a little, oh, actually, you know what I want to do? What? what do you want to do? I want to find out what everyone's favorite song in the show is. Oh, <laughs> that's hard. Before I've listed them. That is dun, very dun, hard. Dun. I know what mine is. Mine so is the same jingly, bingly, yes, dingly bells. Sparkle, sparkle jolly, sparkle, jingly, jolly jingly. twinkle, jingly. Yeah, that's what I said. Sparkle, jolly, twinkle, jingly. I do, I do like that one. I also like Christmas Town. Mm-hmm. I also like the story of Buddy the Elf. I also like the finale. Well, um, speaking of Christmas Town, that wasn't originally in it. Aww. So, um, in a little conversation with the director, he was asked how were the um, the writer, the uh, lyricist, and the composer at actually compromising with you as to what you visioned for the show. Um, And he said they were real good about it. Real good. They're real good. They embraced all his ideas. um, And they had a song in there that was called Happy All The Time. So it was a very funny opening number How that Santa sings about how happy the elves are all the time and how he just needs a little break from how happy they are. So is Santa kind of being a little bit cynical, which I would have liked to have seen in there. Yeah, but it does kind of go against the rest of the it show. It does. And yeah, it's, it's not what it's it, about. It leans too close to Walter's yeah. personality. So Happy All the Time was replaced with Christmas Town. Um, so Chad and Matt, which are the guys that um, composed it all, came to them and said, look, your version of Christmas Town is great, but they wanted something stronger. So they rewrote the lyrics for Christmas Town as well. So it's not even the original version of Christmas Town that's in there. I like the version anyway. <laughs> do you, darling? I do actually anyway. really do want to hear, separate from the musical, Happy All the Time. It would be funny. I think that's a funny... I wonder uh, if there's a sneaky song. recording somewhere. Get to Googling. <laughs> Get to Googling, Miranda. So the songs we have, do you have a favourite in there, Miranda? No. You hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> I did listen to the soundtrack... Like I Did said, you do I, it, I Julie? Seen it. I, I listened to the whole thing, Julie. The whole thing. Um, on Spotify a few times. Spotify and then Spotify that. stops letting you listen to it The anymore. Spotify recording is the West End cast, not the original Broadway cast. Oh. Fun fact. Curious. Mm. Curious indeed. indeed. Um, I didn't feel particularly inspired by any single song, I just enjoyed the, the general happy theme of the whole thing. <laughs> Did you have any, like, playing in your head after you finished listening to it? No. Because Sparkle Jolly Twinkle Jingly definitely sticks in my head. I think maybe it, I doesn't, I, it doesn't stick in my head because those words... Are, don't make any sense. Don't make any sense to me. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's quite, it's pretty slow in I when it's I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole soundtrack, but it did all feel very sort of similar and same, same. quite um, predictable, all of the yeah, songs. It's, it's, it's all Christmas music, very similar orchestration. Yeah. 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 But as an overarching theme of Christmas, 
They crushed it. Yeah. It's very Christmassy. Yeah. So a very classical overture, very classic, legit musical theatre It's a Miranda sound. overture. It is a Miranda <laughs> overture. It's one of her fave faves because it's got a bit of everything in it. Then we have Christmas Town with Buddy and Company of Um Followed. That's exactly how you pronounce that. That's how you pronounce Um, World's Greatest Dad, which is sung by Buddy. Quite a um, quite a funny song, really, for what he's singing about. Yeah. Um, and singing that he is also the world's greatest son. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's never know, met his dad gotta, yet. Be realistic about your place in the world. <laughs> Uh, followed by In The Way with Deb, Walter, Emily, Michael and company. And can I just say, for a child, a male child, this musical is excellent. Yeah. It sits in a really nice little place. And unfortunately, though, there's nothing that Michael gets to sing by himself. It's all sung with mum or the rest of the company, but it would just be such good audition material if there was one for him on his own. Um, Do you think um, that that is partially the reason why they've dragged the mother into that storyline of him not believing in Santa? I think so, to to, give her something to do. Well, to give her something to do, but also... And also him someone to talk to about it. Yeah. And to sort of lead the child through the show in a live performance context. Yes. I don't (laughs) think the child is super young. I don't think he's like four or five or anything. I think he's about eight or yeah, eight or older. Yeah, he's quite old. Maybe they didn't want to write it. Just didn't trust a kid. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Um, Then we have Sparkle Jolly Twinkle Jingly. So um, this is the uh, the. Uh, decorating of Macy's is that yes? Where it's that... bringing the joy of yeah. everything that is Christmas into Just the store. It so it's sung jingling. by mostly Buddy, but also the store manager interjects quite a few times in there as well, which is why the store manager is listed as a character. Um, then we'll have I'll believe in you, as opposed to I believe in you. Yeah, which... where uh, <laughs> where they challenge Santa. Yes, <laughs> it's like, hey Santa. If you do this, I'll believe in you. And so they're singing about all the things that they would actually like. So, you know, I basically I want a less crappy dad or a less crappy husband. They just husband. want a dad that spends more time with them. Yeah. Yeah. But they want things that aren't from, like, they mentioned gifts that are from work. So, like, yeah. repurposed corporate gift cards, those kind of things. Um, although the wife mentions a couple of things that I would not be opposed to. I'll take some perfume. If anyone wants to send me perfume for Christmas, done. Um, Then we have In The Way Reprise with just Emily and Walter, the two parents, Um, followed by Just Like Him, which is Buddy, Deb and Company. Good old Deb gets a little sing-song there. Um, And then we have a Christmas song, which I think is in the movie. Yes, it is. I think it is in the movie. So I think that's the one song they pulled out of the movie to put in the musical. Just sing a Christmas song. It's so pretty. (laughs) Um, Buddy, Jovi and company. And then we have I'll Believe in You reprise with Buddy and company. Act one, done. Done. Dusted. It's not a a whole lot of songs. This is not a lame is. (laughs) (laughs) We're not sitting here for hours reading out the... And no uh, prostitutes died. So. Little prostitutes, minimal. 
I've watched a different version. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then, again, Act 2, another one of Miranda's fave things, (laughs) On Tracked. Classic on track. All the bits you already heard. All the bits you already heard. Here's a couple bits you haven't heard yet. Um, This, uh, so the the song that follows straight after on track is another one of my favourite songs. It's called Nobody Cares About Santa, which is all the fake Santas singing, the store manager and Buddy. And they're all, all the fake Santas are a little bit bitter about the disillusion of Santa. No one cares anymore. Oh. Um, and even though it's a, what could potentially be a song in the show that is quite like dark and heavy, it's not, it's still really bouncy and really fun. Um, I don't think there's really any song in this musical that is sad, sad or slow even. There is (laughs) Never Fall in Love. Which is which is of, still funny. It's, it's still funny. It's still funny enough to keep it. It's not a happy song. No. But it's, it's not. It's not a... But she, yeah, she makes fun of herself. Yeah. So, but we'll get to that. So nobody cares about Santa. Um, then we have Never Fall In Love, which is the next song with Jovi. And um, highly suggest this one as a um, musical theatre character audition for women. Because I don't think it's done very often in auditions. No, but it not. is funny. If you deliver it, <clears throat> crushing it. <laughs> um, deliver it with that sound. I think that might be the song that actually made me start to think, this is sounding a little bit like The Wedding Singer. I don't know The Wedding mm. Singer very well. Hey, a little there bit. Are little bits a little of the, bit. of the yeah. soundtrack and that was the part that actually clicked that to me and I was like, it's, it's, yeah. mm. <laughs> it's hey, a little hey. bit The Wedding Singer. Um, then we have There Is a Santa Claus with Michael and Emily. Because now they believe. That's right. Um, and then... It's the story of Buddy, Buddy the Elf with uh, Buddy, Michael, Walter and company. Uh, then we have a Nobody Cares About Santa reprise sung by Santa. The legit real Santa, guys. Is that when he cl- crashes his sleigh? Yeah. Let's yeah. say yes. And he's lamenting that not enough people believe in Santa to power his sleigh anymore. Oh, that's right. Mm. He can't get the sleigh up if people don't believe. It's it's like Julie is talking about his flying sleigh that he like flies at Christmas. When someone says, "I don't believe in fairies," a fairy dies, and you, then you have in to a horrible clap them. Death. Then you have to clap them back to life. Give them the clap. Okay, um, <laughs> you're unstoppable. Uh, then we have a Christmas song reprise with um, Joby, Buddy, Emily, Michael, Walter, and company. So that's everyone getting that sleigh back up there in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is exactly the same place this song fell in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was, I think, two songs that were sung in the movie. This was one of them. There were a couple more like actual Christmas songs because I know uh, Zoe Deschanel. Sings an actual yes. Christmas song in front of a crowd. And a couple. Of, and I feel like that's what she started. She st- I, if my memory serves me correctly, she started with a different Christmas carol that yes, was well known. And yeah. then they went into singing a Christmas song. That's what happened, yeah. Um, and then last but not least, we have the finale, which is everyone singing. And it's actually, um, as I mentioned before, quite a funny little song because it's got the lyrics in it. Um I'm at the North Pole and I'm singing. Do you want to do it, Zane? You can do it better oh. than I can. I can't. 
I've got the lyrics. <laughs> I, I I can't actually remember right, how I'll it go. goes. I'm at the North Pole and I'm singing. I've got a wife and I'm singing. And we did a special kind of hug I've never heard about before. And when it was over, I was singing. <laughs> and now we've got a kid. So I'm singing. Something a little bit like that. Probably not yeah. like that at all. Something um, like that. But I just thought that was so funny. When I first heard it, a special kind of hug that I've never heard about before, I lost the plot. <laughs> so is that, you were saying before how they, they dealt with this really sensitively in the musical. <laughs> is that what you mean? Well, in the movie they dealt with it very sensitively because it's just kind of brushed over. In the musical, it kind of explicitly says... Like, I didn't really know what I was doing, but it's done now and we've got a baby. Yay. Um, but it's that's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Um, but yeah, that's what I love is just those little tiny bits that are in this musical. Um, and I've just remembered because I've gotten up to that part of my notes. Um, so other productions that aren't uh, weren't on Broadway, subsequent productions, um, including the Broadway revival, though, um, and West End, they replaced Christmas Town back with Happy All the Time. Happy All the Time, and um, the I'll Believe in You with the world's great with the world's greatest dad reprise. So they do, it is one they keep touching on. I don't think it's quite finished yet, and that's potentially why it's getting mixed reviews. Is because it's. It's Maybe now not available for licensing, though. So they they must have got to a <laughs> published version. And there's a, a junior version. There is a junior version. Available, too. So I think they're really pushing it for, like, high school productions. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I think it's a, a really few, good show for that. They Perfect. made a few um, adaptations to the script and the storyline to sort of make the age of... The not elf, not really explicit. You, you don't and, have to be forty years old. Well, yeah. it actually it, it says that in oh, something I read earlier that um, they make it three years ago as opposed to x amount of years ago, so that the person that plays elf can be any age. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So he could be forty, could be fifty, could be sixteen doesn't matter um but let's hope though if he's 16 that he doesn't just like bam make a baby maybe that's part that's revised (laughs) maybe (laughs) and then many years later after they've thought about it and they've become financially stable they have a baby they've traveled to (laughs) europe and um yes but uh, from a, a music point standpoint it's really good for young voices quite easy things and um Good range for kids. And happy and colourful. And happy and, and colourful. as many elves as you like in that ensemble. You really can. Like hundreds. Yeah. Elves, workers, chuck them all in. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you for that a musical rundown, Julie Ozentriger. Welcome. <laughs> Let's move on and start talking more elf after this brief interlude. So I think we're going to go back to you, Zane. Is that right? Yeah. You're going to tell us uh, some little tidbits about the casting yep. and the ice skating. Are you going to tell us about <laughs> the ice skating? Not particularly. Oh. You just have to go watch it. Okay. Oh All right, geez. All right, so... 
the two Broadway productions had a couple of common castings, so across the productions. I'm just got no huge names have played on Broadway or West End in this, or none that I recognise. I'm just going to run down them. No live-action big names. No live-action big names. So uh, Sebastian Arkellis, Jordian Gelber. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ben Forster. Oh, Ben. Ben yes. Forster is the guy who won that competition, isn't he? Hang on. <laughs> ben Didn't Forster. he win something for something? He is, he is um, the... ITV superstar in 2012. Played the lead role of Jesus in the revival of Andrew Lloyd Webber's rock opera, Jesus Christ Superstar, in his 2012 arena tour. Because he won some competition for that role. Or was that for The Phantom? Because he was also The Phantom. There you go. I don't know. He won something for something and then he did some things and then he did this. Which role did he play in Elf? Buddy. A buddy, the elf. A buddy, on West the elf. End. West he end. is the recorded on this on Spotify. It is so he's his, West End. He's the West buddy. End production. Okay. So the other ones that we you listen to on Spotify are Kimberly Walsh, Jessica Martin, Joe McGann, Mark McCaracha. Mark that's M C K E R R A C H E R McCaracha. Look like a <laughs> uh, Michael Hobbs is so the boy is triple cast as Ian Galkoff, Harry Collett, Noah Key, or Ewan Rutherford. Mm. Uh, then Jenny Dale, Mark McCaracha plays Mr. Greenway as well, and Gar- Graham Lappin. So uh, on Broadway, Beth Leval, Mark Jacoby, George Went, Wayne Knight, Matthew Gumley, Matthew. Schlechter, Schrechter, Schechter, Mitchell Sink, and Valerie Wright. So no huge names. Uh, but in the TV adaptation, it is all, it's a star-studded cast. Right, because they it just is. had to voice it just had and to move voice on, it. right? So It's voiced well. <laughs> from Big Bang Theory fame, Jim Parsons is Buddy. Which one is he? Sheldon. He is he Sheldon, the tall one, the obsessive compulsive, super intelligent, autistic Sheldon. Autistic Sheldon. Uh, But he's not crazy. His mum had him tested. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Mark Hamill played Walter. What? What? Yeah, Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, also the Joker, played Walter. Ed Asner reprises his role as Santa. So Ed Asner was Santa in the film. Mm. Uh, uh, Kate Micucci from Garfunkel and Oates plays Joby. I love Kate Micucci, which is um, weirdly enough, I used to get Kate Micucci and Zoe Deschanel confused. Don't know why they look completely different. (laughs) Completely different. Vocally, similar. Uh, Rachel McFarlane as Emily. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried. As Mr. Greenway. <laughs> and Jay Leno as the leader of the fake Santas. The leader of the fake The leader Santas. of the fake Santas. Is that a democratically voted position? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Uh, so, yeah, that's they, they really pulled out all the stops for casting that one. Of course, 
casting a TV adaptation, an animated one, is a very a much easier to get a star in than a live production. So yeah, a little less effort. Don't have to continuously be there. Yeah, uh, but that's the first I've heard of uh, Jim Parsons singing. Not my first hearing of Jim Parsons singing. I am actually appalled that you have forgot potentially have forgotten what you've seen him sing in. What have I seen him sing? Muppets. Of course. Am I a man or am I a Muppet? That makes sense. Come on, Zane. Yeah, no, look. Claims to be a Muppet fan. (laughs) (laughs) I will not be shamed on my own podcast. (laughs) Okay, well, Zane, is there anything production-wise you'd like to share? Of course, uh, there is ice skating. It's not done on real ice. What? (laughs) Um, It's very big and bright. It's... It's Christmas spectacular and like every Christmas spectacular that's ever come through, it goes from high point to higher point to higher point to higher point. Like at the top of a Christmas tree. (laughs) More lights, more colour, more snow. Yes. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, so the tour is a little bit scaled back but Broadway has always gone over the top with colour and brightness and sparkle. It's my favourite. It is, honestly. It just Jolly, ticks all the Julie jingly. boxes, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. It's bright, <laughs> it's colourful, it's cray-cray. Done. Yeah. Tick. Tick. It's, well, it is Tinsel the musical. It's it's no one jail cell boringness for this, is it? <laughs> well, let's see who Julie wants to put in Tinsel the musical, shall we? Let's. Let's cast this mofo. So Christmas E goodness. Mm-hmm. Who's playing Buddy the Elf? Zachary Quinto. What? <laughs> the guy from what? Heroes? Is that uh, yeah, no, he is yeah. He is. I'm like, um, you don't mean Zachary Star- Levi, do you? No, I mean oh. Zachary Quinto. But Zachary Levi would also be suitable. Have I confused the Zacharys? Which one's which? Quinto is the heroes one. And American oh, Horror and Story. Star Trek. And Star Trek. And yes. Star Trek. I don't think he means that. Sorry, Quinto. playing Buddy the Elf. Yeah. I don't what think What are you trying so. to do to the people? No. <laughs> the people. Disagree. <laughs> Vito. I think you you've gone for a deliberately uh, obscure. obscure casting. Not obscure, but inappropriate casting mm-hmm. to trick mm-hmm. people. No, I just, I just wanted to get you off the Zac Efron trail right It's not where I was. I wasn't even on Zac Efron. I had Ben Platt. Ben Platt would be a great... Would be a great... Because I think he's young yeah. and he is probably naturally quite bubbly. Well, on stage quite bubbly. No, can. you can see him in Pitch Perfect. I think that sort of energy yeah. would yeah. be great for Buddy. Just a little bit more enthusiasm. You know who I think would be a weird choice for Buddy the Elf? Uh, Zachary Quinto. (laughs) (laughs) I also had an older version of Buddy um, as Neil Patrick Harris. I think Neil Patrick Harris would do it great. Yeah. Yeah, I think he can play the age down as well. Yeah. Sorry Um, for picking standard good choices. Like, whatever. (laughs) Well, you know who I've got picked for Walter? Who? I guess. Oh, it's Um, either... 
It's the guy from Third Rock from the sun. <laughs> Incorrect. John Lithgow. Okay, so it must it's not be. John Lithgow. If it's not John Lithgow, it must John be. John Lithgow would do it great, but he's not my pick this week. Um, It's, what's <laughs> not his face? this week. The other guy from the It's producers. not Nathan Lane either. Oh, it's not <laughs> oh, it must be Jeffrey Rush. Then. It is not Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> what? It's J.K. Simmons. Oh, You've hang on. never brought up J.K. Simmons before, have That's you? right. I have not. <laughs> Uh, it's a Christmas miracle. Oh, J.K. Simmons, I would love to play. Yes, yeah, perfect. he would be great, right? Because he plays angry so well. But then when he and then when he's not angry, is such a relief. Yeah, I remember him from Oz. Yeah, so <laughs> I presume quite angry. P.S. He's also quite buff at the moment. Yeah, well, that. he's in D.C., so he had to buff. bulk up. If you Google J.K. Simmons, buff. <gasps> oh. Thor would make a great buddy. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah. It'd just be so silly. Because he's giant. But he does comedy. He does do comedy. He would do a funny version. He does can do he comedy. Sing? Can he be double cast with Channing Tatum? Neither of them can sing. There you go. Neither of them can sing. Channing Tatum's a good call too. <laughs> <laughs> it's the story of Bonnie <laughs> Overdub them or something? Uh, Are we doing a movie musical? Something to fix that. Um, For Walter, I had um, Matthew Bodrick, just cos cos standard. I'm sure I could do it. He he's generic enough to do any any of those roles. Plus, I I think also think he could be a fine buddy, an older buddy. I watched him in Deck the Halls the other an older buddy, an ancient buddy. He pretty old. You literally said he could be fifty like ten minutes ago. (laughs) 50, 90, 300. <laughs> um, considering the change of character from from mean to... Bumbling. Bumbling. Could could we go for something like maybe a Steve Martin? Steve Martin would be a good pick. If you could get him back, like Steve get Martin back. would be great. Back from where? <laughs> Retirement. Oh. He's no. solely a banjo player I call- now. Like, literally, I'm not making this up. I wish you were. <laughs> the banjo is Christmassy. In some parts of the of the world, yeah. Um, are you ready for my Santa, guys? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you both please brace yourselves? I'm braced. Because I had two names and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I had Roger Bart. I had Gary Beach. I was like, oh. And then I threw in a curveball, a young curveball. <gasps> A Does young Santa. <laughs> Titus Burgess. Ah, <laughs> yes. I was like, who is jo- Titus Burgess is jolly. Titus Burgess would be hilarious. Hilarious. He would steal every scene. Somewhat in. inappropriate. <laughs> Even him, I was like, could you put him as Buddy? And I'm like, oh. I think he could duck. He definitely could do anything. He's magic. If but- you were playing, if it was an all black cast, which could totally work. I think he would make a great buddy. Well, yes. If your buddy is um, is black, you need your Walter to be black. <laughs> well, I just don't think make me angry. <laughs> Titus Burgess's energy against a white cast if he's Buddy the Elf would, would be, be weird, incredible. I think, oh. I think it would be a very camp buddy. Oh, I think buddy more can camp be as than camp as you want. Well, to that's be. what I mean. Like I reckon he would just <laughs> neck level camp. <laughs> I mean, Neil Patrick Harris would be pretty camp as well. Very true. What about our ladies? I like Emma Stone. Um, Aww, for yeah. Jovi. Yeah, for Jovi. Yeah. I had uh, for Jovi either Kristen Bell. 
Mm, yeah. Um, and then my other choice was a little bit odd, but I was scrolling through people that um, I knew had been through musical theatre and I found um, uh, Andrea Bowen. She, weird, right? And yeah. you're both like, I have no idea who that is. No. Um, she played Sorry. Julie in Desperate Housewives. But she's got, I think she's got a really good look for Jovi. She looks quite young, even though she's getting on. Well, as a singer, I think Zoe Deschanel could do it. Again, yeah. yeah. Just not? keep it. I think she was pretty good in it. Right? Yeah. She was. And she has a delightful energy for it and she does that downplayed disinterest thing. And she was – this was before she was Zoe Deschanel in inverted commas. Yeah. Like she didn't have the Zoe Deschanel eyes. She didn't have her hair. She didn't have that weird new girl yeah, Which I don't vibe. love. But to be so honest. I think her energy, I guess playing her against – the elf, yeah, is and I think she really suited the role. But she yeah. she played um she played it without being unlike a nasty version, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it was quite yeah yeah. I like her voice. The clears very nice. She and him Christmas album is one of my faves. Cool, that's her band. Um, and where is that going? Um. Oh, see, store manager, super old Michael. Um, <laughs> the, no, you can't have a shirtless ten-year-old in winter. I said super old. Um, he could play Puffin, Puffin. the penguin. <laughs> Puffin the penguin isn't in the musical. He's an animated he musical. Fine store manager. What about well, one of Santa. I was going to say fake Santa, Santa like yeah. lead fake Santa. If not Santa, why not have a I would ripped like Santa? Feistein to play the f- lead fake Santa. I had him on my list yeah. as well for Santa though. But Sa- he would be potato funny potato. As Santa. He would also be funny as Walter. <laughs> he would be funny as Walter. What about Zac Efron as a really young dad? Because <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe if you had to put him somewhere, he is a buddy. Well, yeah, he's, if you're he's talking the only about the most suitable role hot for Zac Efron, buddy, buddy's he could um, be a super hot in the in the buddy. no in the lyrics. She's um, Jovi says um, he's good looking if you grade on a scale. That's a that's a pretty good scale, whatever she's maybe, going on then. like Maybe he's just uh, an elf dressed in a sleeveless outfit. She's not shirtless, so it's not inappropriate. Maybe he just hands out programs. He's allowed to wear clothes, guys. He is allowed to wear clothes. Don't put this on me, Stop. Miranda. Actually, in every no. musical. Excuse me. <laughs> Who's bringing it up today? We believe that's you, Zane. That would be you right. voting for. He's not in it. I'm just going to say I, that. I didn't. He's I was just it. about to say he's selling programs in the lobby naked. <laughs> <laughs> and now it is time for us to talk our top five list. Thank you. Which top five lists are we putting Elf the Musical on? Top five Christmas musicals. Oh, I was going to say let's say it all together, but this guy. Top five Christmas musicals. You're welcome. <laughs> top five musicals with Santa. Yeah. 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 I know. 
Top five musicals with uh, people dancing on their knees. <laughs> we assume. That's all right. Yeah, the, yeah the they do. Um, top five jolliest narrators. <laughs> jolliest narrators. Oh, it's just what? Santa again. I know. <laughs> um, uh, top five incessantly happy musicals. Like there's not really a down... No. Would turn in this musical. Yeah. The closest you get is it's the, the sleigh bells. You can't just yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't not feel happy when you hear sleigh bells. True. Um, can we go as far as top five rainbow musicals? In that there is just so much color on the stage the entire show, all the colors all the time. Color, 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 color. I think just sparkle, jolly, twinkle, jingle, <laughs> woo. Sparkle, jolly, twinkle, jingle. <laughs> Uh, no, I think that's pushing it. I was going to say top five earworm musicals for Sparkle no. Jolly, but I think I, it's I way too pushing no. it. No, sorry. There's like a billion things on that list. Listen. Top, can it come on the top five billion? Top five billion list? Maybe maybe try the top billion list instead. No. Are you telling me it doesn't make it onto a top billion list? <laughs> we don't do top billion lists. Don't do top billion. You in a minute. Oh, my gosh. Shush. <laughs> You know speakers no more. I'm going to say top five musicals <laughs> that came from a movie and turned into a movie. Hairspray is another one. The Producers, the producers is, another is another one. The Producers is another one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The movie musical movie. movie trajectory. trajectory. Well, this is movie musical animated movie. Yeah, it's still, it, a it's movie. still a movie. I'm just saying it's a different list. <laughs> Technicality. Same list, but also different lists. Yes. Correct. Is that it? I think it might be it. I think it's pretty clear cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas musical. That's that's its prime top five. Well, it's really it's a really simple musical. It serves its purpose. Like that's would you say top five? It's very similar to Christmas, but top five seasonal musicals. Sure, top Why five not? special yeah. occasion musicals. Yeah, <laughs> top five musical holiday musicals are featuring the Empire State Building. Oh, there's probably a few because the Avenue Q's in it. Yes, it. King Kong does, but yeah, I wouldn't put it above not it. Um, poor King Kong. It had such potential. <laughs> they might have fixed it. They might they fix didn't. it still. They didn't. <laughs> I don't think they can. Um, yeah, all right. Top yeah. five musicals featuring not ice skating, ice skating. <laughs> well, so, there's two. Gentleman's Guide. Gentleman's Guide has not ice skating, ice skating. And Elf. Maybe there's more. I think there is more. I just can't think of them right now. Swan Lake on Ice definitely has ice skating. Yeah, all right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, um, let's leave it there. Let's okay. let's not gild the lily. All right. Well, I'm going to stop gilding this lily and we'll move on. Yeah, do it. It is time to talk the lessons learned. What has Elf the Musical taught us about Christmas? 
<laughs> if you're six foot three and living at the North Pole, you're probably human. Right. Mm. 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 Sometimes mm. when you don't fit in, it's because you're different. Is that what you mean? <laughs> no way. <laughs> um, I, I think the obvious lesson that we learn is Christmas spirit makes Santa sleigh fly. Literally the only other thing on my notepad. <laughs> <laughs> but we could also learn that from the film. So uh, really we're just transferring lessons here. Also, uh, elves are pretty great at electrical engineering. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Building that sleigh to run on. And all the toys. You guys. Oh, of oh, course. Cool. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I forgot now about they're those. building yeah. iPads and stuff like that. That's yeah. Neck level toy building skills. Yeah. I wonder if they've got degrees now. Well, they probably have elf degrees. Like, I don't think they study at MIT or anything. Like, Maybe they do. Well, they're pretty busy building toys. Like, they probably learn mm. on the jobs. Maybe probably like an apprenticeship. Yeah, it's more like a... They just know how to do these things. I've got the hiccups. <laughs> we noticed. It'll, oh, it'll just be one. Um, it just takes one person to have Christmas spirit to spread it around. Yeah. <laughs> I learned spread the joy. that you have a special kind of cuddle and then you have a baby. Wow. <laughs> Out of all the shows that could teach you about the birds and bees, you picked Elf the Musical. You think Waitress would be a little bit more obvious. <laughs> the whole no. show is about it. Waitress. No, Elf. Yeah. Um, you don't gain anything by being a Scrooge. Yeah, Julie. You don't lose anything either. Well, no, you do lose a lot of things. Your you wife don't... and child, for one. Mm. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's less perfume I have to buy and regifting done. Uh, I um, learned the meaning of Sparkle Jolly Twinkle Jingle Yes. What's the meaning of it? Uh, sparkly, jolly, twinkly, and jingly. That's how you decorate. <laughs> All together. You need sparkle, jolliness, twinkliness, and jolliness. When the room and jingliness. Does it say we didn't jolly twice and I was so confused. And I didn't know what was going on. Um, I think there's a lovely message in this story about um, being yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know, not, not necessarily having to Yeah. Don't don't change yourself to fit in with other people. Finding your niche. Yeah. 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 What about you, Julie? Have you found your niche? Nah. (laughs) And on that note... (laughs) You know what was missing from this musical? What What? I would really have loved them to add it in. Just added a nice little punctuation mark. A dog. I think think Michael should have had a dog and he loved Buddy. Good. Yeah. Ness. And his dog's name was Buddy? Too confusing? Too confusing. Yeah. But something. Um, uh, maybe that'll be in the sequel. There'll be a whole thing about the dog. Hopefully. Okay. It'll, it'll be the baby's dog. Yeah. 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 And the dog is like running around the North Pole thinking that he's an elf, but he isn't 
because he's a dog. And then he meets other dogs and there can be so many dogs in the musical now. Yeah. <laughs> We've really gone off track. And so you know what? I, really... I have learned another, que- another oh, lesson though. Oh, same. That there is a place on Broadway for seasonal seasons. I was not aware that <laughs> there was like just a Christmas season that you would then repeat. The next Christmas it's season. Christmas. It's like yeah. the Rockettes. Yeah. They have But that's Christmas. not technically Broadway. No. Technicality, so, no one And it's not. like a variety show. This is like an actual musical. Yeah. 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 Um, do you think that that could be expanded out to other holidays? We could get an Easter show and... Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> um, oh no! What? I think you'd have that trouble. is genuinely an Easter show, <laughs> guys. Come genuinely, on. it's a. I think it's what it's have, about. I think you'd have trouble because all all the other holidays except Easter are so close to Christmas. True. Yeah. Easter's pretty close to Christmas this year too. End of March, April first, Easter Sunday. Yeah. You know. It's a thing. I didn't. I didn't know that it was a thing. Oh, I wait. learned it. You might have known. Well, it was a maybe thing. it th- wasn't a thing until until this. They one? did yeah. it. Yeah. Are you thinking about the Easter Bunny? Is that what your show was going to be? No, at I Easter? don't know. Okay. I don't know. Just check. I just it was saying things because I thought that they might be interesting to people listening. Well. Taken from a movie, you, you could definitely do Rise of the Guardians as a musical. No, that's set at Easter. That. I love hop. that. I want Hop the musical, <laughs> and I want James Marsden to be back in it. Hop yes, isn't yes, about yes, Easter, yes, though. Yes, yes, is it? Hop is the Easter Bunny son. Oh, okay. Well, Easter Bunny. <laughs> We might save that for another uh, episode for our Patreons. Yeah. And if you would like to be one of our Patreons, then hold tight till after this brief musical interlude and we'll let you know how you can do that. And now, as promised... (laughs) If you would like to hear some more top five lists about various things, uh, some drawings from Julie, you can't hear them because they're visual, obviously. Um, and of course, our first two episodes, including the Amazing Cats episode and another mystery episode that we have not yet, nor will we ever reveal here. <laughs> uh, then you can become we have. a patron uh, of our show by heading to patreon.com slash musicals that taught me everything I know. Throw us a few bucks a month and, uh, you know, you'll get a bunch of extra stuff because that's what we're here stuff. for, giving you and extra you stuff. get a, another way to communicate with us as well because we can do surveys and stuff on there and as soon as we have more people we'll, we'll be asking you to do Give us feedback on what you want to hear and what you want us to, want to hear us talk about. Yeah, like musicals and what they've taught us, and but like what specific musicals what they like. Whoa! Yeah. If you have suggestions about that, you can also get in touch with us um, on Facebook. Uh, check us out. Musicals taught me everything I know. You can tweet us at musicals teach me or send us a lengthy email. Musicals taught me podcast at gmail dot com. And Julie may or may not reply to you. I will one hundred percent reply to you. <laughs> I will send you little pics of me replying to you. Wow! Multimedia response. 
Um, you can also, if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes or your own friendly uh, podcasting app, <laughs> uh, whatever that may be, and check us out at our home on the web. That's not canonproductions.com slash M-T-M-E-I-K. And you can also see all of our associated podcasts there. There's a couple of interesting ones that you do, Zane. There's one about politics. Is that right? Yes, there's one about politics. Explain this to me because you it's, don't actually talk about politics. It, it's sort of like fantasy football but with politics. So me and a couple of other guys, we have like a, a nation simulator that we play online and it will throw political issues at us and then we argue about which is the best way to do it and we gauge how well each of our nations is doing by the results that come across. So we each try and have our own particular utopia we all have quite different political values and needless to say, I'm doing quite well. Okay, good. Uh, Can you tell me, uh, any of your countries, you know, based entirely upon musicals? Not entirely musicals, but I do, I do spend by. a lot of money on culture. Thank uh, you, thank you. We yes. thank you, the Science, arts community. Science, education and culture are, are what my... my country is focused on. Okay, so if you're interested in knowing what a country looks like when their government spends all of their uh, good <laughs> and dollars on... 42%. Science. Whoa! <laughs> culture and education. <laughs> uh, you can check out uh, that podcast, which is called... A New World Order. And that can be found also by checking on iTunes or if you click through to the website, uh, you can check it out from there, subscribe from there, do all sorts of things from there. Absolutely. And if you're going to go above and beyond for us, you can send an email to Spotify and you can say, I've heard of this really great podcast and you should distribute them, please. Because... Apparently that's what it takes with Spotify because we're in Australia. So Australia. They don't, just, they don't just automatically add you when you request uh, to be on their platform. They need to get requests from other people. All three of us need to do that immediately. Okay. Well, um, we'll do that and then go on to iTunes and rate and review so that uh, we're going to top, be top five. Top five. Top five. Let's be top five. High fives, everybody. Wait. Oh, there's I can't no reach. chance. I can't there's reach. no chance that's Julie. happening. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks for the high fives, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking us out on the web. And have a thanks good Christmas. for telling your friends about us. And Merry Christmas! <laughs>
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 